Hello and welcome to the Miss Rolling Podcast. As always, my name is Jacob Staten, but unusually this week, following a trip to the hairdressers, we are joined by the love child of Susan Boyle and Jimmy Carr. It's Joshua Armstrong. Hello! Jimmy Carr. Where's Jimmy Carr come from? That's a bit of a random one. To the side, isn't it? To the side, it's curly. That's what we're going with. People loved it, mate. I'd have gone for Subo and Hitler. Um, You can't bring Hitler in, mate. Come on. We've got Wayne Edison here to keep. Anyway, that's <coughs> we've gone. We've, we've gone Hitler in the doors. Let's let's just carry on. How are you today, Jake? JJ, <laughs> JJ, how are you? Oh, I asked you first, but I'm fine, thank you. How are you? Yeah, not bad at all, mate. Thank you. Not bad at all. Not bad at all. I suppose before diving straight into uh, the first game of the Premier League season, because that's what we're in. Um, we begin as always with what are you drinking, JJ? I am drinking water. Sorry to disappoint you, but I'm saving my liver to get damaged this Saturday as I celebrate the return after 23 years, the return to the Premier League for Nottingham Forest. And I can't wait. I want to give my liver the best chance it has to get absolutely dupid when we thrash Newcastle. So tonight, Matthew, I'm on the water. What about you? Um, well, I'm on a, I'm on a soft drink as well. Um, it's not because I didn't want to be here. It's because this weekend has been a weekend of absolute chaos in my house and no beers were purchased at shopping. So mm. I have a Coca-Cola original left yes. over from a takeaway last night. There you go. Nice and red. Ooh. Ooh get it down, you boy. <laughs> that looks like such an advertisement for anyone watching this podcast. Is you can drink Coca-Cola. Pepsi as well and roller cola is fine. Sure, there we go. Sure. So, Joshua, it's Saturday, three o'clock, the northeast of the country, uh, St. James's Park. We will be playing Newcastle United in the Premier League. We will. Talk to me. Um, team predictions. What yeah. do you think will happen? How do you think it will unfold? Give me your thoughts. Give me your feelings. Give me your theories. Well, we're we're finally we're finally here. I thought after Wembley, it felt like the start of the season would take forever to arrive, and all of a sudden, after a very exciting summer window, we're here. It's this week, it's about to happen. I, I'm extremely excited. Um, not really nervous at all. I'm. I think the 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 nerves are reduced by just pure excitement at this point. I think. It's a really good time to play Newcastle. I think they've got mm-hmm. a hell of a lot of money behind them. Um, but I think they're still in the market. They've not done too much business. They've got a few new faces in. They'll equally be looking to gel. But I think the Newcastle that starts this season won't be the same Newcastle that ends this season. I think Stevie Cooper is a million times better than Eddie Howe. I'm going to say it tactical genius that Steve Cooper is so I'm feeling very very confident I'm not going into this game concerned that we're not going to get anything from it I think we are in the market for a point here however I believe you know if it gels if it works early doors I do think we can pick up possibly three points for our first game so really excited and just can't wait can't wait for it yeah, um, I, I was speaking to somebody at, at work today who's a Newcastle fan and he kind of pointed out, you know, both teams ended the season on a high. Um, mm. Newcastle survived 
a lot easier than a lot of teams, a lot of people thought they would. Um, they've both recruited well during the summer. Um, it's it's going to be an interesting game. Um, I've seen a lot over Twitter and so all social media are people claiming it's going to you know uh, uh, they'll take a draw, they're predicting a draw type thing. Um, I don't I don't see a draw. I think both teams are kind of going to go for it. Um, so I think there'll be some goals. I won't be surprised with a three-one, three-two. Either, I mean, either way. Obviously, I'll, I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna state my claim right now and say three-two Forest. Three-two. Um, but I, I think it'll be a really interesting game. I think it'll be one of them games that the broadcasters are regret not putting on. I think it's gonna be a lot of intent, um, a lot of kind of want to put in the stake down for the start of the season. Um, looking at possible teams, I think with the injuries and new signings and that kind of thing coming in. There's only really one first 11 because I know we, we were originally going to do kind of a my 11 versus your 11 mm. and then you showed me yours and it was exactly the same as mine. Uh, that being uh, Dean Henson in goal, a back three of Worrell, Nayakate and McKenna, uh, Nico Williams and Harry Toffler on the on the fullbacks, uh, Luis O'Brien, Oral Mangala in, behind Jesse Lingard with Brennan Johnson and Taiwo Iwani up front. Yeah. Um, I'd be surprised if anybody got something too different from that. Yeah, I, th- I think every Forest fan will have pretty much the same lineup. I think there'll only be one or two in it. Um, Maybe callback for Mangala. Mangala's only yeah, just signed, hasn't he? So. I think I think callback for Mangala is probably sensible. It depends how well Mangala does in training, how match fit he is, how well he's sort of integrating into the ideology of Steve Cooper. But um, I mean, wouldn't be mad if it's callback. I wouldn't be mad. I'd prefer Yates. Um, from what I've seen of Bangala, I'd prefer him. Yates obviously has had a bit of a knock, so I assume he's not going to be playing. That's certainly the way it looks, but uh, I think c- certainly any one of them I'll be happy with starting alongside O'Brien. I think O'Brien's the main one. I think Mangala and O'Brien look the type of, of players to help us carry that ball forward, which I think we're desperately going to need this season. So um, I think whoever starts... I'll be cheering them on the same, but I certainly can see a, a familiar um, starting eleven to that. Possibly Cook for Niakate. He he started the preseason against Valencia. I think yeah. Niakate looks unreal from what I've seen of him in the preseason. So I would prefer Big Musa myself, but we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I'm right in thinking Niakate wasn't even on the bench, was he, for the Valencia game? So I didn't. It know could that. have been that. It could be that he was completely not involved to, to kind of say any niggling injury ready for this game. However, if there is any niggle, just don't bother. It's a big, long season. We, don't worry about this game type thing. Yeah. Steve Cook, I think Nakate is, is uh, I think you put it on there on our Twitter, he's a Rolls-Royce of a centre-back, and I absolutely oh, agree with that sentiment. Um, but Steve Cook can feel very hard done by that. He's not, he's not. Yeah. I mean, anyone's 11 type it, thing. He was. Yeah. It's, just want to point out that does not mean Steve Cook is a bad player. If Steve Cook mm. starts every game and Niakate is more of a backup, completely fine with me. Steve, look what Steve Cook yeah. did last season. He felt like a, a cult hero after joining in January. He, he fit in seamlessly, really. So, certainly not saying that Cook isn't a, a Premier League level player. I just think from what I've seen in Iacate, I think his sort of directness, his approach to defending and his pace will really do as well. And he looks to get out and drive it, drive us up the field. So I think that's going to be quite important. Um, so yeah, I cook on Iacate. I'll take either. Same, like it's one of those where we've got a squad now where I believe that Steve Cooper will make the right decision. 
Um, don't think I'll ever get used to a Forest starting eleven being put on Twitter and agreeing with it every week like I've done for the past year because all the years before it, there was always something to pick out as a flaw. Uh, but I'm just confident that Mr. Cooper will will know what he's doing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, uh, yeah, I know. We, there's not really much to touch on signings wise. Obviously, we have signed Mangala from Stuttgart. Um, I, I, I'm still a bit worried around the the number ten position. Mainly, that's kind of the only place I'm still got some some worries. Um, I think Lingard is obviously the first choice, and that's for good reason. Um, there's just Unless you rotate players into positions that they've not been playing in, i.e. Johnson's going to have to sit in the 10 if Lingard's injured and play somebody else as that kind of roaming, free-range striker. Yeah. Um, in which case, then, we need a backup striker for Johnson if we're going to do that type of thing. I'd I really, just, just to nip in on that, I really don't like Johnson in the 10. From the little I saw of him in the pre-seasons, it just doesn't suit him at all. He doesn't play oh. to his strengths. I like him sort of getting him behind and, and running uh, yeah. but as a 10 he just wasn't really effective and I think Taiwo slash Surridge combined with Jado up top I think is a, a great way for us to get some goals and I don't see us having that same effect with Johnson taken out of the equation and being put in as a 10 so still yeah. holding out hope for Gibbs White one day in this podcast hopefully we can put in the title Gibbs White confirmed it's still it's not dying it's still rumbling on so you never know you never know I, I think Gibbs White will be will be staying at Wolves till at least January due to that injury to to Jimenez. But mm. yeah, it's I, I would I would love to know if it, it, I'd love some ITK on on how close that ever was because I'm hearing reports now that um, only Everton bid for him and it was twenty million and it got rejected, so they moved on type thing. It was just mm. uh, be really interested to know what actually happened there, if anything happened there, or if it was just a kind of player representatives talking with Forrest. But it's it's not over. A... Morgan Gibbs White will be a Forest player by the end of this window and that's a guarantee. Terms and conditions apply. <laughs> that might be a complete lie. If so, please invoice Jacob directly for any damages. Thank you. <laughs> so I staked my house, my claim, my life, my bounty on three two Nottingham Forest. Joshua, what are you saying? I would be amazed if we saw many 3-2 games in the Premiership. I think I don't think it's going to be as sort of high scoring or free scoring as we tended to be in the Championship last season. I think it's going to be quite tight. I think it's going to rely on the odd counter-attack goal and just some great defending. I think there's going to be one or two goals in it largely throughout the season. That's before Forrest have kicked a ball. I really hope we're we, we're exciting. Don't want to go down the route of every game being free to like, or or even higher like Leeds seem to have, have done under Bielsa because that is stressful. I am gonna go with a really tight one nil Forest. I don't think there'll be too many goals in it. Um, would love to see more, obviously, but I do think Forest will will come away with the three points. Well, we've both gone for a. A one goal win. Uh, mine's by one goal. Yours is actually one goal win. So interested to see. But I suppose that, that shifts us nicely into into the people's comments, yeah. which uh, Jake is going to flash on screen and talk to us about. Let's see if this works. There we go. It did work. This is, we're, we're testing out video software here. So, you know, behind the scenes for you. Uh, for those watching, you can see it on screen. But for those listening, we had someone called JJ write in. 
Great name. It isn't me. It is a different JJ. But they wrote, I would like us to play as many of the of the old guard as possible to try and have some fluidity and understanding. Uh, would go with the Valencia team and just change Niakate for Cook. Um pretty yeah. pretty spot on. I, I agree. Yeah, absolutely. Um, obviously that included Colback, which as we said does make sense. Um it's it's against his old team as well, isn't it? So he's got a vested interest there, hasn't he? So Yes. That's, yeah. that's probably a good shout and give Mangala a bit of time to bed him. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll see what happens with that. Well done, JJ. Great name. Uh, Marcus Kane, really excited for the Taiwo brennan link up. I was at the Valencia friendly and there were flashes of really exciting stuff from those two. Also, Niakate looks ridiculously solid at the back. Honestly think we could come away with a win. Uh, perfectly put. Niakate, I think, has got to be in with a shout as of most... I know we've signed Jesse Lingard, but I think he might be the most exciting uh, transfer we've made, more because he's relatively unknown to many. Obviously, people know Jesse Lingard, but I think Niakate has taken people a bit by shock of how good he's looked early doors. So given time, I think he's going to be a real asset for us. But I think, for me, he's certainly the most exciting transfer. I, I think the misdrawing awards at the end of the season for player of the season or sign, sorry, signing of the season is going to be extremely interesting. There's um, plenty to pick from this time around. Yeah, there's plenty to pick from. Um, but I just, you know, you can immediately point out and say, you know, you, you could say, I mean, he might bang a load of goals in. Lingard might play like prime Kaka. Uh, um <laughs> Mangala and O'Brien, uh, you know, Nico Williams from right back already looks good, and Niakate is a Rolls Royce for centre back. Mm-hmm. Dean Henson could be the England goalkeeper at the World Cup. So it's just the options there. There's, uh, and I, you and know, there's Gibbs always White. a surprise package. Gibbs White will be and in as sorry? well. Gibbs White will be in as well by the end of the window. Oh yeah, 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 no, yeah. So, so yeah, ignoring the Gibbs White comment, um, it could be, it could, you know, it could be any of those. It could, you know, it could, but Niakate could probably be that. Um, a kind of late runner making the surge to be player of the season because I imagine over 38 games from what we've seen so far he's going to be pretty good it's worth talking about the Valencia friendly as well because we started with Surridge so I think it, that's also an interesting one will Surridge start against Newcastle because he started the Valencia friendly um, I thought Taiwo when he came on he's he's taken a bit of a kicking in the other preseason games some people went as far to say he's He's rubbish, sorry, bleeped. Um, where he's not going to score any goals, all that stuff in a preseason game, don't quite work. Um, but when he came on, he did look really good. And I think that's mainly because we had Johnson making the change. You're right there, Jacob? Uh, Mrs. Mrs. Staten's just appeared outside looking at her plants and flowers. Perfect. So sorry. Um, forget my point. Yeah, Johnson was in his right <laughs> position and we had a, a Jesse Lingard behind him. So that link up, I think, is going to be key uh they seem to do some really good stuff so it's a, a very good point uh and we yeah. also need to talk about what you called the carbon copy of the goal uh against Sheffield United in the in the in the playoffs semi-final unbelievable it. ball from Mr McKenna down to the channels great link up play from Tyro to Brennan and I think that's sort of our signature move it's like our finisher isn't it it's, yeah. we'll see plenty like that I think I yeah, we'll catch, catch a few um, teams out this season with that before they sort of cotton on to that's how we play. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, th- that ball from Britain's most handsome man down the down the channel for Iwaniwi, um, a great square across the box and probably a better finisher than the Sheffield United one in the playoffs. I mean, they're both really good, but just the way he's kind of side-footed it across the ball to put it into the corner, just 
just lovely and that kind of that kind of goal really speaks to your point around wanting Brendan Johnson up front because yeah. his finishing can be absolutely lethal like that, which is why we need him up there in the box. Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't playing. You said Britain's most handsome man fed the ball in, but I wasn't actually playing. So don't know what you mean by that. Oh, okay. Uh, next comment from Bootafit Chaintone. Don't think that's a real name. But a fit chain one. Oh, there you go. That makes more sense. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. He says, oh, <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> Thanks for your comment, Booter. He says, One one for me, Clive. Newcastle's home form under Eddie Howe last year was incredible to say how they started the season. However, we have an excellent defence and enough individual talent in attack to cause some problems. I can see the first 15 to 20 minutes being rough, but then we settle into the game and get one on the break. Great comment, Buta. Thank you very much. It made them the one all over again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I had a nightmare. Yeah, no. that, that comment has come all the way from upstate New York City from... Uh, Dear friend of the podcast, Casey Fitch. Ah, uh, um, that makes more sense. There you go. Uh, somebody who JJ has played games with before, so there have, you go. I have. Um, but yeah, so no, I absolutely agree. You know, we've got a lot of firepower. We're pretty strong up front. Um, I think the, the comment around it being chaos, the first 15-20, absolutely. There's yeah. a lot of players in this team that have no Premier League experience. And to, to quote um, Dorothy, we're not in Kansas anymore. Um, and you know this is an established, well-run football club now, which is amazing to say after yeah, Christmas. Yeah, finally, so where they were before Christmas. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. I think it could be a rough start, but um, yeah. I think we might we might ride the lightning nice. and uh, see where we end up. Just like the the Sabri times, I think Lingard's going to be wanting to prove a point straight away. Um, oh. I think I think it loads them. They they just want to going to want to state their claims. So. Excited to yeah. see. I think that, that first 15, 20 minutes is going to be interesting. Very interesting to see. But yeah. it's the first 15 to 20 minutes of a Premier League campaign that Nottingham Forest are involved in. So let's just sit back and enjoy it. Um, hopefully we don't get smacked up a, f- a few goals early doors by getting too, too excited. But I guess we'll see. Absolutely. But he says 1-1. One, Thanks, one, Buta. Thanks, Buta. NFFC Jake... <laughs> You sound like a Mexican with a cold. <laughs> oh, don't know what you say. NFFC Jake brought a poster. Cheers to that lad. Uh, says, Cheers, lad. go out there and give it our best. A draw would be a great result and the win would be a bonus. Personally start Surridge and have Tyro come off the bench, which worked well against Valencia. This is a game which we really need to utilise Lingard's ability to pass through the gaps and create space for Johnson and Surridge slash Tyro. Very, yeah. very good point. Yeah. Um, I think, I think, yeah, you know, it's it's an Eddie Howe team. They're gonna they're gonna want possession. Steve Cooper knows that he's gonna give them possession and play on the counter as he, you know as we do against teams that like the ball. Um, but yeah, so I think that comment around around Lingard feeding through those channels into Iwaniwi to 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 kind of hold up and, and move on to Johnson or, or kind of over the top or through the back kind of thing. I think it's a it's a really good comment because we're gonna have to make anything that comes our way count for sure. Who's their centre backs? Do you know? I know they've got. Is it Burn? Are they particularly Dan fast? Burn. Yeah. Who's your one? No, no, he's quite. Yeah. Is that Botman? He's just coming. Is he a centre back? Oh, Stem Botman. Yeah, yeah. He's just coming. I don't know much about him, but he's come from Lille, hasn't he? In uh, league. Uh. Oh, he's so, a centre back. Yeah. So yeah. you know, he's he's not got Premier League experience. 
could be one that we could target. I think they're, yeah. they're relatively good at the back. They've got uh, Target and Trippier. So they yeah. can also do as down the flank. So I think it's actually going to be a relatively interesting game. Um, for wouldn't, that be, wouldn't be surprised if uh, Brandon Johnson lines up against Dan Byrne mm. going in behind and Iron Ewe lines up against the new lad to rough him up a bit. Well, if you had to pick right now, Surridge or Iwaniwi to start, who would you go for? That's a very good question. Because I, I think either way, like, is probably the right answer. Because you've got... Yeah, yeah, Iwaniwi, yeah. I don't think it's the wrong answer. You could have Iwaniwi punish them early doors, Surridge come on whilst they're tired, and you know his finishing, unbelievable. You've got Surridge to start, Vice versa, you've got Iwaniwi coming afterwards. So I think, you know, we're in a really good spot there. One more wouldn't help, but we have got very good options, either of them. But if you had to choose, which one would you start? Think, think it boom up with my tactical hat on. Uh, I'd probably go Iwaniwi to, to kind of beat him up for 60, 65 minutes. Yep. And then Surridge to come on. Because I know, I know Surridge likes the ball to feet, doesn't he? Rather, he's not a hold up, not a target man per se. So. Yeah. I mean, he can come on, get in behind with Johnson, and 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 yeah, I think I feel like that would be the way I would go. Yeah, a bit so essentially more when we had Davis beating them up for however long and Surridge coming on, and it's essentially yeah. a similar thing to that. But like I say, but either I, way, I, I, yeah, it like, works. Yeah, either way, there's no wrong answers. I don't think there. It, you know, you could have Surridge on and try and play around him, and hopefully nick a goal or whatever, and then and then bring Awanimi up as a as a pure target and. You know, try and get things to stick to waste some time. So, you know, either way is, is a is a. I think it's a wrong tactical decision, but yeah. I'm in, I'm very interested to see what Cooper does. Yeah. Next comment from Kirsty. Very nice name, easy name to to pronounce. Thank you for that. It says, which is interesting. Off that last point, really need Davis back. Very confident in Cooper, so I think we can win. Not too sure about Ty. Think he needs time. Personally, would start Surridge. We almost should have done that before we discussed it, but yeah, interesting point. Yeah, and interesting. I think I, I'll take Keenan Davis back in a heartbeat. Um, not sure if we need him anymore, but I love him. I think he was one of the best players I've seen in a Forest shirt last season. Uh, I think carrying the ball up the pitch in the Premier League is going to be key for us. So I think he's fantastic at that. Yeah. But for the price that Villa are quoting... I think they've priced him out of a move. It's ridiculous. Drop it down by a few mil, get him in at the city ground where he's loved. Well, I'll see you there any day. So, he, to, to me, he's not the striker we need. We need a, a 10, not a 9. Mm. I think Surge and Iwini, although they're not, one's a kind of a, more of a target, one's more of a kind of ball to feet kind of player, but they're, they're, the, they're the 9 um, for me. Johnson being the 10, we need another 10 as a backup to that or or a, or, or somebody in the hole to cover Lingard so Johnson doesn't, doesn't have to do it type thing. That's That that would be my personal take. I don't think yeah. we need Davis. I wouldn't say no, <laughs> any stretch not. of the imagination. Definitely but if we're, if we're paying 15 million for, for another number nine, it seems, it doesn't seem, not necessarily a waste, but it seems unnecessary. No. So with, with all that said, preview in the Newcastle game, Jacob, where mm-hmm. pre, is preseason, not, a ball's not been kicked in the Premier League for Forest yet. Where do you think Forest will finish this season? This is a very easy answer because I've answered this question a lot this week. Tenth, tenth. I think we'll. I think we'll have a very, 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 very similar 
campaign to when Sheffield United came up. We play a little bit differently. We're very tactically astute. We'll probably catch a few teams off guard, um, teams that would probably be predicted to finish just around the brothers normally. Um, I, ju- I just think we'll catch. I think I think our our season, if this is going to make sense, our defining season will be the one after this one. I think we'll, yeah. we'll t- to try and split second season syndrome. I, anyway, I hope and pray that's the case. But yeah, my prediction is tenth. Wow, that's that is incredibly optimistic. I put I've put money on Forest to get top ten. I've also put money on Forest to get top six. Don't for a second believe that they're going to come in, but as we've seen it happen. It Leeds did it their first season. Sheffield United did it their first season. Brentford didn't quite get tenth, but did very really well their first season. Mm. There seems to always be one. And then the second season, they completely collapse and capitulate. So mm-hmm. I think that might happen to Brentford this season. Uh, I still yep. think Leeds, I don't back them to do well. Uh, I think I'd love to see it happen. I think if we catch a few, I think I saw a point earlier, um, which was interesting, which let me try and get the Premier League table up. I'm going to stall for time here. But <laughs> you don't actually have to win that many games to get in in the top 10. So Wolves last season finished 10th. They won 15 games and lost 17. So they lost more than they won and they got 10th. So if we are... How many points? Up, uh, that was 51 points. So they also got six draws. So if we are starting to lose a few games, please God don't get on Cooper's back because it shows it's one of those leagues like Leeds United stayed up with only nine wins last season. It's not many. So I, I, I deviated from the point completely here. Uh, I, but I think we have got a chance of getting 10. I just think it is very, very optimistic. Um, I hope the bets come in as well because then I win a bit of money and we finish in top 10. For me, I'm going with 14th. Around the 13th or 14th mark. I don't think we're there to settle for 17th. We're not wanting to be involved in a relegation dogfight. We might get dragged into it purely because of the quality of the league. But I think we've got enough about us to pick up the points against the rival. And I trust Cooper and I love the business we've done that I think we're not going to be 17th or below. I think 14th, 13th looking upwards is probably where we're going to land. So that's where I think we'll be. Certainly hope we get 10th. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think you're a good point. Maybe... Maybe the our points are kind of very similar in that maybe yours is kind of the, the glass half empty version of mine being that we could maybe be kind of safe-ish towards Christmas and then yeah. lose lose a bit of fire and finish 14th with players coming back from the World Cup and things. Or maybe it could be mine where we probably never, not not, say not quite look safe, but kind of you're always kind of glancing over your shoulder and then gets to May and we're in 10th, that think, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. I think it's really exciting that we're in a position to dream of like we 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 can back up I think being hopeful of of not being 18th 19th 20th. You listen to comments made by Scott Parker this week where he doesn't feel like Bournemouth have added enough quality. It sounds like he's down before a ball's been kicked. That would really worry me as a Bournemouth fan. I'd hate to be a Bournemouth fan anyway to be fair, but listening to those comments I wouldn't like to hear that. The Fulham situation sounds very similar um they're wanting people in and they still not got people in so they've not quite had a successful window like we have obviously 
these players are untested. You don't know how that could go, but Fulham and Bournemouth to me sound like they're resigned to going down already. Um, so I think they could fill potentially two of those spots. I think there's a few worse teams in us as it stands to to make up the numbers. So I'm hopeful we're not going to go down. I think next season after this, if we do stay up, will be important like you've said. But I certainly think we've got a very, very good chance of staying up this season. Yeah, I think I think you're right about Bournemouth and Fulham. I think I, I would kind of pencil those in for relegation because of the lack of signings, because of the lack of... I think Marco Silva's come out and said something similar around yeah. not having that much faith in his recruitment team, that thing. <laughs> yeah. um, and I, I think there'll be a not necessarily a surprise, but a team like a, a, a Brentford, a Wolves. Um, you know, like Wolves have got no striker. They've just set that... Uh, What's his name? Fabio Silva. Uh, just go to underlegs. I mean, they do have that that Korean player, uh, Huang Kwan, yeah, up front. So close, you know, a bit close. kind of unproven. Um, so it's 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 going to be an interesting. Inter- you know, they, they always are, but it's be very interesting. Mm. Um, but JJ, we I've got penciled in here that the next thing is the outro. So I just realised there's one thing that we haven't mentioned in the slightest. Go on. And that's the new oh Jiminy Cricket. (laughs) Oh, you can edit that bit out. JJ, there's one thing we haven't mentioned, and that's the new stand. Oh yeah, yeah, all approved. There we go. Uh, Everybody, I really enjoyed everyone on Twitter becoming experts in uh, planning development. That was that was really fun. Yeah, Um, I I sat and watched a council meeting for a few hours and it was for a council you don't live anywhere yeah (laughs) it's the most dullest thing i've i've ever ever watched japanese knotweed i don't even know that existed so ah come on man yes yes you did no i don't i don't know what it is oh okay well anyway it was it was very boring but the outcome was exciting um yeah got a little bit into it actually uh but it just feels like everything's lining up perfectly at the minute we seem to exist in this utopia as of being a forest fan at the minute, which is certainly going to take a lot of getting used to. So let's hope that we can stay up and give that new standard Premier League welcome. So here's a here's a here's a question to pose to all of you, our, our wonderful wonderful listeners. So I was under, of the understanding that our ground was going to be increased to thirty eight thousand. Now following that that um approval it appears to only be going up to thirty five thousand. if forests stay up and according to me and jj it's a it's a when not an if yeah. is thirty five thousand enough or have we missed a trick nicholas randall uh stated in the there's a bbc sounds documentary like a podcast released today uh, and they interviewed nicholas randall on it they he seemed to suggest that there won't be enough seats. He seemed to suggest that they need more um, on this. Mm. He talked about ticket sales and tickets. There's never a right answer for tickets. We've got this new ground, which is exciting, but now they're starting to think possibly not enough seats. At least that's the impression I got from what he was saying. Um, I think 38 would have been good. Certainly good. But 35, I know it's only a few thousand less, but it just feels like it's not quite there. Um, maybe. 35, 35 to me feels like what we could have had in the championship yeah certainly last season I think we we sell out 35 um, in the Prem every week so 
interested to see what happens there. I, I don't know if there's room for extending any other stands or whether that's another three-year well, process. There's, there's a yeah. I mean, straight off the bat, we can join all the corners up, can't we? So the Trent End corners and the the, the Bridgeford to to Peter Taylor. Um, although that probably will be joined when it. So you know, there's there's joining those. If the, I don't know what what the kind of status is with the light now, but obviously there's the weird dip in the Bridgeford end. So do we buy the buy more houses behind it and do whatever we want? We build build up on that. It's uh, it's interesting. What I, I personally would never like to see is move away from from the city ground. But I I also don't like to see us wasting millions and millions and millions of pounds in something that might not be adequate in twelve months time. So. Yeah, so well, if you could let us know your opinion on, on whether the five thousand, you know, increasing to thirty five thousand is potentially a chance missed, as as it appears that Nicholas Rundle QC agrees with us. Let us know. Listen to the podcast yourself, make your own mind up. I might be getting the wrong impression from that, but that's certainly Don't be plugging other podcasts, Joshua. Come on. It's British Broadcast Corporation, lad, it's free. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't, that might not even be what the BBC stands for. I don't know. Yeah, of course it is, mate. Come on. Full of knowledge, this lad. <laughs> right, <laughs> let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> so on Saturday, following the match, at some point, we will let you know when. If anybody wants to watch or listen, we will hopefully be doing a live YouTube chat around the end of the game. Um, obviously, we'd love to have as many people on possible, giving us questions, talking to us. That'd be brilliant. We're not we're, we're logerheads around what time to do it, but we will let you know. Um, let us, and if let you us know in the comments or tweet us. Well, well, would you rather yeah, it be yeah. straight after the game? Would you rather it be around Mid-evening, eight o'clock? Or the wonderful idea of quarter past ten, leading up to our first appearance on Match of the Day for asleep. nearly thirty years. Well, let us know in the comments. What's your ideal time? Comment us on YouTube at Miss Rolling Pod, Twitter at Miss Rolling Pod, Instagram. And whilst you're tweeting us that, give us a follow. Cheers. Yeah, why not? Uh, and so if you're listening for the first time ever, thank you very much for tuning in. We really appreciated it. And if you've come back again and again and again and again and again, God, we love you. You're it. You're it. <laughs>